Welcome to the Legal Pad Podcast, presented by Brashears Miller. The Legal Pad Podcast is dedicated to educating people and businesses through legal planning, strategy, and optimization. Join Sean Miller and Brian Brashears as they discuss various legal issues and matters in today's legal and business climate. In today's episode, Sean is going to discuss how to find a lawyer and what to expect from the attorney-client relationship. I'm Sean Miller, managing member of the Houston office of Brashears Miller. Today I'm going to talk about the attorney-client relationship and what it's like to work with an attorney. Our practice focuses primarily on startups and small to mid-sized businesses. We provide both transactional and litigation services to these clients, as well as intellectual property support. So our intake process, whether you're coming to us for litigation, formation, contract needs, anything like that, begins the same. A potential new client or PNC will reach out to us, and we'll usually ask them to schedule a consultation. We'll also ask the client to send us an email with a brief summary of their issue and any pertinent documents that we can review before the consultation actually happens. We'll schedule the consultation, and beforehand, we'll review the email, all the documents they've sent, and just research any issues and make sure that we're really prepared. A consultation will typically last about an hour, and we'll, we'll dig deeper into the facts and then talk about potential solutions and remedies and figure out what works best. It also gives the client an opportunity to ask us any questions they may have about the process or how we do things or you know, just general strategy. And then at the end of the consultation, if it seems like a good fit, the client will enter into an engagement agreement with us where they'll engage us as their attorney for a legal representation. This agreement will set out the boundaries of the attorney-client relationship, including things like the fees, what kind of matters we're being retained for, how to get in touch with us, and just general expectations that they can have for us and general expectations that we have for them as a client. There will be some variation in this process depending on whether or not you're coming to us for transactional needs like you want to start your own business or litigation needs where someone's suing you and trying to take your home. The biggest difference here is going to be in our pricing structure. For transactional work or general business advising, we bill by the hour and require the client to furnish a retainer for us to bill against. Um, For litigation issues, it will kind of vary. So, for example, if you're suing someone for monetary damages, we'll take a fee up front to retain our time and services, and then the rest of the fee will be contingent, meaning we only get paid if you win, and we get paid a portion of those winnings. This translates to both of us having skin in the game. Now, on the other hand, if someone's suing you, then it'll be more like our transactional rates where we bill by the hour. So let's talk a little bit more about our transactional services. Let's say you come to us and you decide that you want to start a business. Um, Typically, things that we'll advise clients on at this point is what steps they need to do to ensure that they can protect themselves. And typically, that will start with choosing the right formation. And Brian's going to go into greater depth in that in the next episode, so we won't get too deep into it here. Then we'll also advise on things like tax structure, licensure, if it's involved. We consult with commercial real estate agreements, um, employment agreements, and generally things of that nature. 
Throughout this process, we'll be working very closely with you, probably to the point where you'll get tired of hearing me talk to you on the phone and cringe and roll your eyes a little bit when you see my name come up on your caller ID. But we do this in order to make sure that we're not providing anything except exactly what you need and want to get your business started as quickly and cost-effectively as possible. Additionally, we'll make sure that we're making ourselves as available as possible to answer any questions that you might have throughout the process of getting your business up and running and then advising you once you have that business going. Litigation, on the other hand, is going to be structured slightly differently. For example, if you're acting as a plaintiff, meaning that you're suing somebody, we'll typically have several very long conversations going pretty deep into the facts to make sure that we have a really great background of what exactly your situation entails. So for example, say you have an employee who ran off with a bunch of sales leads from your company, expect to have two to three hour or two long phone calls with me where we talk about not only what that employee did in that moment, but what their history at the company was like, what their work ethic was like, what their relationship with you was like, what their relationship with the other employees were like, uh, have you had this happen in other circumstances and past experiences with other employees? What happened then? Just general questions of that nature. So we can make sure that we really have our facts together. Once we have our facts together, then we'll begin strategizing and make sure that we have all of the causes of action. And what a cause of action is, is essentially a fact or set of facts that allows you to bring legal action against another person. So we want to make sure that we have all of these causes of actions together. So when we put a, a demand letter together, essentially saying you did this, 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 and this, and here's how you broke the law, we're bringing as many claims as we can in good faith bring. This will typically help us get the issue settled without having to go to court or engage in costly litigation. On the other hand, if someone is suing you as a defendant, we'll also be having several fairly long-ranging conversations. And because there's nothing for us to take on the back end, except in the rare situation where we have some legitimate counterclaims to bring against the person suing you, this is something that we do bill by the hour. However, we do keep our rates well below the market rates typically charged in the major markets to make our services appealing to small to mid-sized businesses and startups, since that is our key demographic. Now, in a defense situation, our goal is to be picking apart every single scrap of facts that the plaintiff is throwing at you. So it will be not really the opposite, but more the inverse of the process of a plaintiff. Um, typically, whether you're a plaintiff or a defendant, you should be aware that getting involved in a legal action is a time-consuming process. Typically, unless you have someone really willing to just get the matter put to rest on the other side, you're looking at months, if not a year and a half to two years before you have inked the settlement agreement and both sides are happy with the outcome of the issue. It really just varies on a case-by-case -case basis. And a lot of people ask us, you know, how long is this going to take? And we put a large emphasis on managing expectations and telling people from the get-go that if you're engaging in litigation, whether you're suing or being sued, this is going to take some time. And, you know, don't expect this to be wrapped up in a month. 
anyone who tells you things are going to be done that quickly is probably lying to you. The other thing we try and keep client expectations in check about is how much money is their case actually worth. Uh, in previous firms where I worked, we'd have clients come in all the time and swear up and down that they have the next multi-million dollar case. And we have to sit down with them and tell them every single time we talk that this isn't a multi-million dollar case. Your case is worth maybe $10,000, $15,000. If you want to be your attorney's favorite client, listen to them the first time they tell you that and then get on board. So the other thing that's really important, too, is when you're working with an attorney, your conversations are generally covered by what's called the attorney-client privilege. And what that means is that an attorney can't disclose anything that you tell to them as long as it's pretty much not in the furtherance of a crime or it's not legal advice. So this is important. You need to tell your attorney everything that's pertinent to this case if you're if you're in a lawsuit situation because the last thing you want to do is be attacked by the other side with some fact that your attorney isn't prepared to defend against because you didn't tell them beforehand. For example, I sat in on a deposition where my client was being deposed. We thought the facts were airtight on our case, only for the other attorney to start asking questions about the time he got drunk, broke in to the company's office, and deleted all of his projects off of their servers. We don't like that. It doesn't make us happy, and it leaves us exposed, and it costs you the client money. So remember, anything you tell your attorney is protected by this privilege, generally as long as you're not using the attorney's services to break the law. So this is generally a broad overview of what the attorney-client relationship's like. In the coming episodes, Brian and I will be going deeper into the different services we offer and answering just a lot of the questions that we generally get from our clients. We hope this will be a really great resource for... Uh, existing clients and potential new clients to listen to and really get a good understanding of of what it is that we do for them. Uh, We're hoping it's something that's really going to help facilitate a great relationship between our clients and and us and just give people a better understanding of, of what it is we do. So we hope you'll join us next week when Brian's going to talk about formations in the uh, state of Texas. Thanks. The Legal Pad Podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only, does not offer legal advice, and does not take the place of a consultation with an attorney or other professional with appropriate expertise and experience. Quotations from cases, pleadings, discovery, and other sources are for illustrative purposes only and are not suitable for use in litigation in any particular case. The Legal Pad Podcast and its affiliates disclaim any liability or responsibility for loss or damage resulting from the use of the content of its episodes or the information, ideas, or opinions represented.